Welcome to episode 80 of Retail Nightmares. I am one of your co-hosts, Jessica DeLau. Ooh. Ooh, so spooko. (laughs) Uh, My other co-host, Alicia Tobin, is here. Meow, meow. For the first time, sans Hank. Oh, yeah, there's no Hank. There's no puppy here. He's at home resting. Yeah, he's having a snooze. Being a very good dog. And our guest today is the very talented shredder drummer great musician great cook katie daisy hello hey kate all the way from victoria thank you for having me thanks for being our guest so i heard that the ferries to victoria cancel because the weather's so bad so do you live here now pretty much (laughs) (laughs) i had my fingers crossed yeah they've they've all broken yeah, really? No, but there's there's no service today because our weather's so terrible. Jeez, wow. Well, that could be an exaggeration. I read something about it. <laughs> you read that the soft serve ice cream machines were broken. Yeah, they can't travel unless the soft serve. <laughs> it's how the engine works. Yeah. That pumping motion from the soft serve. If people stop serving themselves soft serve, uh, <laughs> the ferry does not move. Serve yourself soft serve. Is there a new business plan? On the sea. Hmm. I never thought of it as like... She sells self-serve, soft-serve in the sea. My butt. What? Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, it was funny because you were going to be our guest for the last episode, but then you got sick and Alicia was sick. So we had to reschedule a bunch. And then uh, Abdul Aziz was our uh, last minute replacement guest. And then it turns out he was also from Victoria and he was like, well, I got to go catch the ferry. And I was like... All the good guests live in Victoria. Yeah, all these people splitting their time between Vancouver and Victoria. It seems like I could not do it. No, it's a total pain. Yeah. It's pretty expensive. But we flew yesterday. Oh, how was that? It was terrible. <laughs> I've never been on such a turbulent flight before. Have you ever had it when the plane just drops yeah. and you fly oh. out of your seat? I don't the like only that. time I've flown Harbor Air, that's what happened. And I have a fear of flying, so I've never flown again. Yeah, I'm usually fine. With them. I can bigger planes. <laughs> felt like a roller coaster ride. I like roller coasters, but not when they're not attached to the ground. Yeah, not when it's it feels like you're going to die in those situations. Exactly. And although the pilot has complete control... You know, I'm sure 100% of the time they're okay. He was cackling the whole time. (laughs) Pilots are weird. I worked with a pilot. Um, He wasn't a pilot at the time, but he's a pilot now. He's actually a flight instructor. And uh, he has a very funny sense of humor. So (laughs) knowing that he... He is teaching people how to fly. He also like <laughs> maybe he taught this guy who was laughing the whole time. Probably how to fly. he also like he flies those little planes too. But he went to Burning Man ah. <laughs> and stuff like that. I mean, he's a totally he's a great pilot. His dad was a pilot, great human being. But I still can't forget that there's a pilot who is a fan of Burning Man. Kate, how do you feel about Burning Man? Never been. <laughs> Would you go? Um, I heard it's super corporate now. Yeah. You know, maybe I would have gone about 10 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> I knew somebody, I know, I still see her once in a while, a really nice woman who was heavily involved in the artistic organization of Burning Man and the big things that would go on there, the big installations that people would make and costuming and planning for it all year. And it was such a huge part of her life and she was such a neat person. Uh, but every other person I've met not involved in that part of it seems like garbage. Yeah, like the people who go there just to be nude and do all the drugs. <laughs> you can just be nude at Rec Beach yeah. and do all the drugs. That's like a little microcosm of Burning Man. I think it seems really wasteful because you make all this like beautiful installation stuff and then destroy it. I mean, I guess that's the whole point of it is to just destroy The things. impermanence of it. Yeah, but like we all get that <laughs> without <laughs> having to like combust a bunch of shit i think at some point whatever is cool it becomes uncool Mm -hmm. Uh, and or it goes through different phases of who thinks it's cool and who's consuming it like rave culture (laughs) still super cool check out 
my plush pants I'm wearing. Guys, every time someone has said rave in the past few days, which for some reason is a lot. Rave, 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 <laughs> rave, 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 rave. Slave to the rave, to the we rave. We should go to, to a rave. rave. No. no. Uh, but I keep thinking someone's saying rafe. Like, oh, rafe. Come to my rafe. Oh. <laughs> rafe rafe <fine>. culture. <laughs> rafe culture would be... <laughs> Fine by me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, it's good to laugh. Again. Yeah. Uh, for the listener, the three of us just uh, tried to figure out what to do with a raccoon who is not doing too well. His tail is no longer a tail. And so uh, as soon as this podcast is done, we're calling someone to come rescue it. Because yeah, at five o'clock, we can call somebody yeah. who has the means to help a very injured raccoon who's currently living under my balcony yeah jessica for the listener the one listener we have are you listening <laughs> jessica has this snow white body. thing happening <laughs> snow white body snow white face snow white pussy <laughs> um, <laughs> it's white. um dad if you're li- still listening to the podcast please stop um but she has the like, squirrels that she feeds and a neighborhood cat that comes by to visit and birds that she takes care of and i'd heard that there are raccoons living under the balcony but was shocked to see and meet yeah i thought this really small raccoon small enough to look like a calico cat yeah really injured and we're gonna try to help him after the podcast because the SBCA is not able to pick him up yet. Yeah, they wanted, they wanted us, us to, to pick him up, put him in a box, and we're like, we will do a lot for animals. But yeah, we even got advice from Kate's sister, who rescues animals for a job. She said they're very vicious. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, you every- could put it in a box. Yeah, we could, but then we could also lose an eye. So I'm not fast. No, no. My You're first not. thought was like, holy <laughs> shit, is all I get are bites from my dog. Mm-hmm. Like this, I, maybe I am equipped to deal with this raccoon. Yeah, so try from better. a wild animal this time. Yeah, I'll stop complaining so much. Well, What's that raccoon's name? You have a name for everybody. Um, No tail. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. How'd you come up with it? Tailo. I don't know. I haven't had time to, to really think about that raccoon's name. Um, But anyway, that's not the name of this podcast. <laughs> Sad raccoon. Uh, sad raccoon updates. But Kate, you came all this way so you could tell us some horrible job stories. I know you worked in a grocery store in, in Victoria. I did. Yeah. A few grocery stores. Ooh, cereal grocer. <laughs> <laughs> I am. <laughs> yes, I've been <laughs> working in grocery stores for about 10 years now. Oh, wow. Why grocery? Did you just find yourself working there and then it was it was easy to keep getting jobs in other grocery stores? Did the trick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Flexible enough. It sort of seems like it can be like a family too. Like once you're in mm-hmm. the biz, you know all the people and then... Exactly. Yeah. If I worked at a grocery store, I'd just eat cake every day. <laughs> like those birthday slabs of cake where you can get like just a slice of cake. Ooh. They look good, but they're kind of bad. They're, they're really made gross. of oil, like yeah, the icing oil. Shortening, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Well, it took me six or seven years to find out that the produce department was the place to be. Oh. You get to try all the fruits and vegetables as they come in for free. That's really? Great. Not bad. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. So did you, have you tried like something really exotic or is it? Have you ever heard of a torange? No. No. Okay. Did you just make Is it that up? a tomato orange? <laughs> Sounds like a new Passat or something. A torange. <laughs> the sort Volkswagen torange. Mm. Looks like a grapefruit. Okay. One of those kind of things. Really big, pale skin. Just like me. Dimple. <laughs> just yeah. I'm like, wait a second. You're, You're just looking butt. at a picture of <laughs> Jessica's butt. <laughs> I think you tried my butt. (laughs) (laughs) If I did, your butt is the most sourest thing. Uh, You're not wrong. (laughs) So is it big like a pomelo? It is, yeah. Okay, but inside it's sour instead of sweet. Very sour. I like that. Yeah, the most sour thing I've ever tasted. More sour than a sour key? Yeah, oh, easy. I want it. And you're a a candy expert. More sour than a warhead. (laughs) (laughs) It sort of became a bit of an initiation thing. Taste oh. the torange. Oh, wow. Yeah. Now I want to taste one. 
Well, I'll let you know. <laughs> when the next shipment is mm-hmm. in? What do people use them for? I don't know. I don't think anyone ever bought them, really. <laughs> yeah, I think it was just to sort of lay claim to exoticness. Ooh. Yeah. Not very good. But <laughs> pomelos, great. Yeah, delicious. A lot of work for a little bit of fruit, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Feels mm-hmm. like almost wasteful. But it's yeah. all compostable. Yeah, that's true. It is. It is. Yeah. Well, like even a grapefruit, you're like, this is so much. And then you get it and you're like, this is the size of a mandarin in the middle. <laughs> you got to start using the zest. Oh, yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. For like baking and like yeah. cocktails and stuff. Exactly. I tried creating a lime sour cream. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Just zest. Yeah. Superb. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't let Jessica near it. She'll put her fist in it. Yeah. <laughs> Not my fist, just the whole open hand. Oh, okay. <laughs> Ooh. So you've worked pattern. at a lot of grocery stores. I feel like grocery stores have so much waste. They do. Yeah. Especially stores, the higher end stores where... You know, something has a little blemish, not allowed on the shelf. I wouldn't be allowed on the shelf. Um, <laughs> if your store has a policy to donate to the food bank, then awesome. You yeah. can give them lots of great stuff. But if they don't, then it's all compost. Yeah, Costco, I work near a Costco and they do not unwrap their compost stuff. They just throw everything in a oh. bin and they don't donate to the food bank. And it's really... It's just really shitty to yeah. see. What a bunch of ding-dongs. Yeah, ding-a-links. Okay, so tell us, tell us a nightmare from the grocery world. All right. So it was my first few months working in produce. I believe the date was April 20th, 2013. <laughs> oh, 420. Yeah, working the 4 a.m. shift, you know, eager to show how great I was, learning to chop vegetables, trim them up, really nice. <laughs> I think there was a celery sale on, like two for four bucks, <laughs> flying off the shelf. Classic, yeah. Four twenty celery sale. <laughs> four twenty celery sale. So the morning shift, most of your job is going around finding the green stuff that's gone limp overnight, yep. ugly, kind of rotten, maybe bugs. Retrim it, make it all pretty, wow. put it back out. I didn't know. Yeah, that's why you come in at four. Um, so trimming up a storm, lettuce, but mostly celery that day, celery after celery, probably a couple hundred bundles trimming through. So you chop the end off the top, the little horseshoe, if it turns brown, the bottom, give it a soak in the water and then put (laughs) it on out and you're reaching in this water up to your elbow. Oh, wow. Pretty deep. But like you get used to being pretty damp. (laughs) And I was pretty stoked to be off at noon that day. Yeah. Get to have a full, full afternoon with my buddies. Uh, And it was a nice day. It was really sunny out. Almost t-shirt weather. (laughs) (laughs) Which is amazing for April. Yeah, Yeah, pretty good. Uh, And, you know, we push it as soon as the sun comes out, going for t-shirt weather. So (laughs) brought a change of clothes to work. Changed in to my jeans, t-shirt, cycled on over to my pal's house, and we were all having a nice hang in the backyard. There was, like, a really nice feast. They brought those big, like, submarine sandwiches. Oh, whoa. Yeah, charcuterie board, (laughs) gherkins. They need new friends. It was amazing. Yeah. Maria does it better, I think. Just relaxing in the sun (laughs) in our t-shirts. I think I probably, like, fell asleep, had a nice nap. I remember going to the thrift store, <laughs> getting some mint condition gray vans, 10 bucks, my size. It was the best 420 ever. Do you have a, do you have a photogenic memory? <laughs> I do. This was, this was a just fantastic 420. Okay. <laughs> I do have a photogenic memory. Oh my God. Only on 420. <laughs> yeah. So where's the nightmare? Well, that evening, I noticed something on my arm. Uh-oh. About the size of a loony with some speckles around it. It was getting really red and stinging and burning. And I was like, what is this? Did, like someone put out their J on my arm or something? <laughs> Gross. Well, whatever. Well, you were asleep. Pass out at 8 p.m., you know. Next day, it's getting worse. It's oozing. <gasps> burning. Not quite a burn, not quite a sting. Like, I couldn't ignore it. It hurt. <laughs> <laughs> and 
like so a little laugh at this. I'm terrified. <laughs> little yeah. sort of memory in the back of my head. I seem to remember six or seven years ago when I just started in the grocery biz as a bagger up front. One of the cashiers saying something about celery burn. What? I'm like. Okay, you're making this up. I've never heard about this before. Like, I was 18. If there was celery burn, I'd know about it. (laughs) And then she showed me this little horseshoe-shaped scar on her arm. And I'm like, that's uncanny. Like, that's a celery burn. (laughs) Shaped like little horseshoes. Yeah. So, next day I'm at work and I ask my buddy, Tyler, is this celery burn? He's like, oh, yeah. That's that's celery burn for sure. Yeah, we all get it. And I started asking everyone there, and all the produce clerks have celery burn. Gnarly, gnarly celery burn on their arms. And it takes months to heal. Really? What the fuck is it? It's So it's called phytodermatitis. Okay. Sounds legit. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like something I buy that costs a lot for wrinkles. (laughs) (laughs) It's um, commonly known as Lyme disease, oh, but not what? that kind of Lyme disease. Okay. Lyme with an I. Like, oh, you can get, get it, it from, from Lyme? Yeah, from like citrus, carrots, parsnips, or celery. <laughs> and it's when you get the juice on yourself and then expose it to UV light. Oh my yeah. gosh. It causes a burn. Mm-hmm. And my burn, it just like didn't clear up for months. And I met a girl who actually got a second degree burn from celery juice (laughs) exposure to light this is a crazy you're really blowing our minds right now i need to google celery burn (laughs) yeah i'm not i believe you no i I she's more of a skeptic i believe you i just want to see what it looks like (laughs) yeah i'm the scully of this so it took months to heal and what sort of treatment can you use you can just treat like a burn, like vitamin E cream, aloe. Oh but like, I don't know. Why aren't there concerned children's advertisers on this? Like, why don't, <laughs> why doesn't the public know? Oh my gosh. <laughs> totally. Do not trim celery and go into the sunlight that's without washing. Horrible. It's like a horrible boy. Yeah, that's awful. Let me see a picture. No, you don't want to. It's real gross. So do you have a scar from it? Yeah. Um... Well, it's kind of hard to see. It's we still believe right it. there. Yeah. It's pretty yeah. dim lighting in here. We like to keep it sexy. What a weird thing. What yeah. a weird danger of the job. Yeah, I had no I idea. was thinking 4 a.m. and a knife, like being able to trim things. Like even if I'm slightly tired and I'm chopping mm. in the kitchen, I almost take off my hand every single time. We got a mesh glove for that. Oh, okay. Nice. Sexy. Yeah. Good it's- if there's sharks in that bucket too. Like just a small <laughs> exactly. shark somehow snuck in on some sort of shipment. Wait, is it chain mail? Yeah, it is. It's chain mail. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. You can wear that to the rave afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> it did keep going missing. Really? Yeah, $100 glove. Wow. Yeah, chain mail's expensive. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. Say if you want like a chain mail something to wear the rave. Bikini. Yeah. <laughs> that would chafe. Mm. Mm. Chafe culture. <laughs> so do you still work in produce? No, you know, this is my first holiday season not working in a grocery store. Congratulations. Thank you. Grocery store holiday at holidays must be as bad as anything. Yeah. It's a bit of a bit of a nightmare. It's absurd how many Brussels sprouts people consume yeah. in those couple days. They like to fart. This they year <laughs> This year I bought one of the Brussels sprout trees thinking that oh. that was I'd seen them uh in the grocery store and I was shopping at Whole Foods because I was just kind of under the gun. Normally, I shop at other places, but I went, I'm like, everything's under this roof, including the shampoo I buy. And I went to buy Brussels sprouts. I eat them whenever they're around. I like them a lot. They don't make me fart. Um, <laughs> You've never farted once in your life? Never before. Beautiful princess. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, there's a tiny bag of Brussels sprouts for $4 or this giant stock of Brussels sprouts for $4. So I took it home and I wrapped it in a, in a dishcloth and put it in a plastic bag and then on Christmas Day, I took it out of the fridge. So it had been in the fridge one day and it had the craziest mold growing on it. Oh. Like, you know when mold kind of looks like a spider web? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So, so was, fine. But it was still a much better deal than the bag of Brussels sprouts. But way more work. Way more work. So it's just mm-hmm. the stock, the entire stock. The like- entire stock. Okay. And I've seen... Um, there's a restaurant in Montreal that roasts it and then serves it with a cheese sauce, just poured all over that it. That sounds so good. On and the it stock. looks so, yeah, and it looks so beautiful. And 
I've seen other things like my oven. I have an apartment size oven, so there's no way it would fit in there. Yeah. But I wasn't really inspired by it. And then <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck, only half of it's good because it's kind of past you. But then you got the flu anyway, so. I, I, this is horrible, but I threw out an entire paper bag, grocery bag of food I couldn't eat today. Oh, it's okay. I've never, I know, but it just it's, felt so, I felt it so wasteful. sometimes. I yeah. <laughs> just make Jay eat it because he will eat things that are, I'm like, this is for sure turned. And he's like, nah, still good. Like we thought, that's why I had such an opinion on grapefruits earlier. <laughs> because there was one, but like the skin looked really, like the peel looked really gnarly. And he's like, I think that needs to go. And I was like, I bet it's fine inside. And so I did an expedition and it took me like 20 minutes to actually get to it. But made him eat the whole thing. <laughs> I don't eat grapefruits. <laughs> too acidic. Well, I have a retail nightmare Ooh. related to the flu. Um, and one of the days of flu was maybe the 30th, actually, the last time we recorded a podcast. I popped downtown uh, just for a break from being inside the house. And I went to the Shoppers Drug Mart on Granville Street. And I went in, and the first thing that happened was. Oh, for the listener, I believe in uh, life-saving vaccinations uh, before <laughs> this happens. Um, I walked into the Shoppers Drug Mart, which is a drugstore like you guys would have in the States, if you're listening from the States. Uh, it has like fancy makeup as well, though. And then this is a specialty store, so it's all fancy makeup in the first bit of the store. And this nice, young, uh, beautiful man with a lab coat was standing in the toothpaste aisle. And he said, oh, would you like to get your flu vaccine today? And I said... Instead of just saying no, I was like, no, I don't believe in the flu vaccine. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm like dripping sweat because I'm so sick. And then I realized, you know, I shouldn't have been out of the house this ill. Uh, even though I was desperate for like human contact, I had no right, no business being out in the real world. But I did find a great blazer, uh, which I will never wear. Um, <laughs> so he's like, what? I was like, where's your cold and flu stuff? And he's like, you sure you don't want the flu vaccine? I'm like, no, I didn't say this out loud, but I have the fucking flu. Like, it's too late for me. I'm going to die. Uh, but don't you want just a little bit more of it? Yeah. <laughs> and then I went upstairs and I, of course, buy homeopathic uh, cough syrup. I find it works quite well and it doesn't have as many chemicals in it. Uh, it's just like throat lubrication. Mm -hmm. You just need to coat that throat. Yeah, coat that throat. So I buy that. I buy what I call a box of wishful thinking condoms. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I'm going to use all of these in 2017. All of them. You just put this them month. all over your hands. And you're like, I can't pick I up did anything. It. <laughs> I did it. <laughs> and some honey uh, throat lozenges. Everything I buy is natural because I like, if I'm going to have something that's really bad, it's going to be really fucking bad, and I, I eat so well, and I take such good care of myself that it hopefully won't matter. <laughs> and then as I'm paying for my stuff, the pharmacist asks me if I want the flu vaccine, and I'm like, no, I have the flu. <laughs> and she's like, well, you sure you don't want it? I'm like, I have it already. It's yeah. too late. I don't, I don't get flu vaccines. I get other vaccines. She's like, <laughs> then she asked me if I'd had my tetanus recently. I was like, no. She's like, well, you're overdue. And I'm like, fuck, I have to get a tetanus well, vaccine. Well, you're frothing at the mouth. <laughs> Oh, wait, no, that's rabies. Yeah. Tetanus, do they do tetanus rabies? Tetanus is the one... No, not unless... The rust one. You looked out to the balcony as if to check on the <laughs> I was thinking the of raccoon. raccoon buddy. No, you only get rabies if you've been exposed to it, and it's like a bunch of shots in the stomach, I've heard. It's really bad. Yeah, I've heard it's painful. So that's why I'm always really reluctant to pick up squirrels when Really I reluctant to. to put a raccoon in a box. In my arms and just cradle it like a baby. An injured raccoon. Yeah. And so I said, you know, I don't really believe in the flu vaccine. And she said, well, you know, you might get the flu. And they once again repeated, I have the flu. And then I said, didn't the flu vaccine not work last year? And she's like, you're right, it didn't. She's like, but this year, <laughs> this year's going to be different. And I was like, well, never mind. That sounds like fun. Yeah, they, they're, they really try and push the flu vaccine in there. <laughs> Even I looked on their website because I'm a weirdo who really cares about shoppers' optimum points. You have a lot of optimum well, points. You can load digital coupons onto <laughs> your card from the internet, and oh. it's really exciting. So That's it's amazing. Like, if you need a bunch of like toilet paper or Kleenex, or Kleenex which I use both <laughs> rapidly <laughs> uh, and rapidly, you can be like, oh, I can get 
15 million times more points if I just click this button. It's magical. It's for a person like me who's obsessed with graphs and uh, Fitbit stuff. Like, it's great. But they're always asking if I want the flu shot. And I'm always like, no, I'm not going to like go for buying Kleenex and then also get like a hypodermic needle stuck into my arm like when I'm not expecting it. Yeah, you got to prepare yourself for that. I one time let my aunt do it because she's a doctor and she was like, this is a good idea. And I was at her office anyway. And I just felt like shit for like the next little while. And I was like, why did I do this? I always get the flu when I get the flu shot. Yeah, well, you get it. It's like a it's a small (laughs) dose of it. It like introduces a small dose of it into your body so you can learn how to like fight it. But yeah, every year that every year it doesn't work. Yeah. And it's different anyway. We yeah we like vaccines but uh, these ones not so much yeah and I know that like lots of people and lots of people have had success with it or they they believe that it works and my apologies for my ignorance on that <laughs> if it frustrates you I understand if you knew me a bit better this is exactly how I am completely <laughs> logical and, and understanding of most things and then there's something where I'm like nope ghosts exist and I don't take the flu vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> Jess, do you have a retail nightmare? I have a New Year's Eve nightmare. Whoa! (laughs) Uh, Has nothing to do with retail, but man, oh man, what a night I had. Uh, (laughs) So I went to a party on the same street that I live on for the listener. It seems like everyone I know lives on this street. Alicia and I live on the same street. Uh, Some of my closest friends. It's just like the axis of my life. So I thought it would be fun to just stay on that whole street for all of New Year's <laughs> Eve. And my friend Richard Album and the singles, that's his band uh, from Chicago, was playing. And he set up a show for us while we were in Chicago and we stayed with him. So we were like, we should go support him on New Year's Eve, go to a show. And by the time we got there, it was at our friend's house, Thor's. It's a, a house named after a cat, Thor. It was so full of drunken, weird narcs like it was i know that's a an oxymoron but there were just these people who i'm like how did you find out about this place like who are you what like i think it was a private event on facebook but it was just so full of these weird yahoos and uh so my friend and like i'm five feet tall for the listener uh and so trying to watch a band play when there's like a million people is uh, really hard because you can't see anything except like some sweaty person's neck in front of you. Gross. It's really gross. Even if you stand up at the front, then a bunch of drunk people will like budge in front of you and then just have conversations in between you and the music you're trying Mm -hmm. to listen to. It's really fun. So I was getting real frustrated. And then uh, he played one last song and it was a Kate Bush cover and everyone freaked out. And then the countdown started and we're like, oh, no, let's go get our jacket so we can run before <laughs> this happens. But what instead happened was we got like stuck in a crowd of people like we literally were pressed up against on all sides like it was in a subway like in Japan or something. And um, this asshole took a bottle of champagne and like shook it and started spraying us with it. And then strangers were like making out on either side of me. And I was just like, I hate people. This is the worst. So we finally got outside, didn't say goodbye to anyone, didn't even say bye to my friend who I was there to see from Chicago. Uh, And then we were walking home down our street. And uh, then some asshole um, honked an actual trumpet at us. Like, not a noisemaker, not a party, like, little kazoo. It was a full-on, like, brass instrument from the second floor of a, uh, like, Vancouver special house. And he just had the balcony door open a little bit and honked at us so loud. It was just, we were the only people on a deserted street. And then I just looked at him and I said, why? And then he said, Happy New Year. (laughs) And then we walked home and watched Star Trek, and it was amazing. That's pretty good. We watched an episode of Star Trek that had Iggy Pop in it. No way. Yeah, it was so good. It was like the best episode ever. Anyway, so yeah, learning the hard way that I should always just stay home uh, (laughs) because I hate everyone. New Year's is tough because people are desperate to find something fun, affordable, accessible. Kissable. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about kissing. Jay and I didn't even like... I cowered in his arms when it was happening because some guy was (laughs) 
was so romantic. Some guy was spraying us, mm. you know, and people <laughs> dress nicely on champagne would ruin something well it was just like i don't want to be sticky for the rest of and he was just like ha 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 and everyone was like no one wants you to be doing this why are you doing this so i just like hid in jay's arms while that so i was not getting sprayed and then much later on we were like oh yeah we forgot to kiss whoops so we'll just wait till next year to kiss yeah don't kiss between now and then no no bad luck i don't want ruby to get mad at me and bark at us Mm -hmm. (laughs) i was homesick in bed And this was one of those years where I had like a couple of fun invitations and I had imagined like what I would wear and who I would be hanging out with and how nice that would be. And I had a nice bottle of wine tucked away for it. And then I was in bed at 920. Oh, that sounds great. Hank was like, what's going on? I'm like, (laughs) oh, yeah, there's so many fireworks. He's not afraid of the fireworks. He sat on the snowbank and watched the fireworks. Whoa. He's really into what he today. He discovered a mirror. I held him up. Who's a mirror? I, <laughs> um, I held him up and we and showed him his himself in the mirror and he went like he's so interested and then I he bogged his that. nose against the mirror. Oh, that's so cute! And then I worried that he thought maybe that that was one of his litter mates and that was too <laughs> no. soon to show him an image so of himself. So now you've covered all mirrors. Yeah, um, I'm not a New Year's person, but there is a thing where you you do want to be doing something mm-hmm. and. A hundred percent of the time, I always regret what I end up doing because I can't get from point A to point B like a normal person. Or someone shows up at a party and I'm like, they've been drinking since four and they're so out of control. And they're like, oh, so I'm ruining everything, but I'm going to keep ruining everything. Yeah, that's what it was like. There's these people who just smelled so bad. Like there's this guy who... Like that booze, stale booze smell. And like B.O. And like just wearing backpacks and just like pushing me up against a wall. Until Adults like, wearing backpacks. Yeah. It's like, a tough w- one. W- put it in a corner or don't bring it. Anyway, I was also sober. So that <laughs> may have had something to do with it. But yeah, people just turn into animals. And on our way there on the street, we saw so many women walking, wearing no tights at all, just little mini skirts and really spindly like stilettos in the snow, like in the it ice. Was a, it was terrible weather. Yeah, no it? one cleaned their uh, their sidewalks. And I did see one drag queen like walking through slush in stilettos. And I was like, just wear your boots and then change oh. when you get to the club. Like you're going to break your ankle. I felt like that this whole holiday season where I've been wearing the same two pairs of jeans and the same two dog proof shirts and just getting out of the house and like putting on a bit of blush i I feel like how parents talk but i'm just (laughs) barely coping with a puppy i thought i was thinking the same thing when i came to pick you up and i was just wearing like i wear gore-tex now and i don't care what my hair is doing (laughs) and i i'm just scraping the snow off of my minivan (laughs) the (laughs) cd jewel case and i was like well there's people walking by staring at me and i'm like this is who i am now (laughs) (laughs) what did you do for new year's well i went i was in victoria oh yeah you you and loren said that we should go to victoria yeah, I'm Victoria decided to have a party this year. All of Victoria? We did, yeah. Or just the cool Normally kids. a pretty sleepy town, but there was a party. And my band got to play. Oh, that's awesome. I didn't know you were playing. Yeah. I would have come. <laughs> New band. Uh, I was singing in it this time. Oh, whoa. That's awesome. Yeah. I wore this beautiful prawn necklace. <laughs> what? <laughs> was Articulated. It like a- yeah. And bejeweled. That was fantastic. Well, okay. Made of real prawns? I, I think it was real. And then cast in silver. In oh, my gosh. Where'd you get a prawn necklace? Prawn. Wonderful gift What movie is that from? Prawn. I, uh, Tron? No, it's Tron? where the, the guy and the eats only prawns. I don't know. No, it's like some S- alien movie. Splash 2? I'll look it up. But anyways, the, the weird monster goes, prawn. I don't know, but I want to watch it. <laughs> Sounds good. It's really good. It's one of the three movies you've seen yeah. in your life. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was actually a really good New Year's. There was a perfume bottle going around, spritzing cosmopolitans in people's mouths. Whoa. Wow. Yeah, That's um, way better than either of our New Year's. It was yeah. great. Uh, a beloved Victoria band had a reunion show, Open Relationship. People kept chanting, play the song again, play the song again. <laughs> oh, that's So nice. they played their hit Condomile twice in a row. <laughs> um, yeah, it was actually 
the first good New Year's I've had in three or four years. That's great. Pretty good. good for you. Yeah. I'm happy for you. I would say like nice. being sick and in bed was still better than a lot of New Year's I've had. I'd say, okay, I've done this on two New Year's, once as a child and then once as an adult with strep throat, but just stayed home and watched all three Back to the Future movies back to back, <laughs> which no one should ever do because they're not meant to be watched in one sitting because there's so many of the same lines but yeah i still think that's the most fun thing to do ever you should try it <laughs> yeah so okay you got one more retail nightmare i've got one <laughs> <laughs> this is the story of my break with jim oh, that was a title <laughs> so jim is a fixture at the store that i worked at He's probably been working there 25 years or so, maybe 30. A lifer. Yep. Yeah, every yep. store has at least one. Yeah, and there's several there. and uh, But Jim's a notable one, for sure. He um, just kind of content running his little candy section, <laughs> doing the juice aisle. I think in his spare time, he plays Warhammer. Is that the little... The like medieval game with little figurines? Maybe. Could be. I think I, I walked by the comic shop, peeked in, and I think he was uh, playing Warhammer. Okay. <laughs> and uh, for his holidays, he generally makes them coincide with the uh, provincial or federal elections so he can um, help campaign for the Conservative Party. Oh, thanks, Jim. Yeah. Um, <laughs> doing his service. Um, yeah, Jim also... Usually on his breaks, can be seen reading sexy anime comics oh, around the store. How old is he? Um, probably about fifty. Jeez. Yeah, he really likes those sexy superheroes and anime comics. And sometimes he'll pull me over and say, "Look, <laughs> never be like her. Never do this." And there will be a really sexy. Wonder Woman or like superhero lady with all her boobs coming out. Like <laughs> all of them. All of them all coming sexed. out. Ooh. Like maybe like kissing a man or something. <laughs> that yeah, that was sort of his thing. <laughs> um Yeah. And he he was always sort of shamelessly like occupying a lot of space. Like it's a small store and you kind of have to shuffle by people in the hallway, but he wouldn't make room for you. Instead, he would do the opposite. He would bend over and stick his butt out. Oh. <laughs> so, Fuck yeah, Jim. just a bit uncomfortable. <laughs> just un a bit? <laughs> yeah. Uncomfortable hugs. Oh. Once I was maybe about 17, 18, trying to shuffle uncomfortably by him and he was really fussing at the filing cabinet and he finally got out of the way and i looked down and there was all these trading cards on the ground <laughs> like 20 or 30 trading cards just scattered falling on down on the ground playboy ones with like naked women Ew. on them i i never asked him about that <laughs> well, <but> why <laughs> yeah I, I don't i can only speculate as a 17 year old woman you were yeah. ready to find out about what those playing cards were all about yeah i was i was wondering learn what to do and what not to do from Jim. <laughs> Maybe it was a lesson. <laughs> I think yeah. you, yeah, no, you did the right thing. Yeah. You learned your lesson. Well, I'm, I was working the 6 a.m. shift that day. Around noon, finally ready, take my break, just take a load off. <laughs> I go in the staff room, there's Jim reading his sexy comic book. Like, okay, you know what, maybe I'll just... Make it a short break. <laughs> Eat my carrot sticks. My pomelo. <laughs> Get it over with. Get out of here. And Jim's kind of making noises over at the table. And like flashing in my mind is like, oh, gosh. Like I'm in this tiny break room with every workplace has got its notorious shart story. <laughs> Jim is the central character of that one. But that is not this story. <laughs> But I'm thinking that, like, I gotta get out of here. Okay, wrapping up. Slam a glass of water. Go over. Later, Jim. Turn the doorknob. Doorknob falls off. Oh, no! <laughs> I'm just like, of course. Like, I kind of knew this would happen. Jim, we're stuck. And he just looks at me. He's like, oh. And just looks back down at his sexy book. <laughs> Boobs everywhere. 
I'm just like, <laughs> never okay, be like he that. He doesn't care. And I'm like trying to like put the doorknob back on. Like maybe I can like sort of just stick it on and turn, but it's just a piece of garbage, like 35 year old doorknob <laughs> falling on the ground. So I pick up the phone, Paige, my friend, Christine to the break room. And she comes to the door and I like look through the hole. Like, Christine, help. I'm stuck in here. It's just me and Jim. <laughs> yeah. Fortunately, the plaza has a home hardware. And some of the handy people in the store come, manage to fix it. But my, you know, 25-minute break w- with Jim turned to be about 50 minutes in the room with the sexy comic book. Oh. <laughs> wow. God bless him. Jim, he sounds... Jim out of touch he sounds like a real dreamboat <laughs> i don't know what oh, your yeah. problem was <laughs> he's in a world of his own you know he didn't care about me no he's got wonder woman <laughs> and all her boobs all her boobs <laughs> left right and center uh, wow that's uh, yeah that's a nightmare for sure <laughs> it's so weird when you realize people like being touched like getting more in the way yeah that's how i felt at the new year's eve party i was like these people like there was some people and I was noting them and I was like, oh, these are actually nice people who would tap you on the shoulder and say like, oh, excuse me, please. I'm just kind of trying to get through. And I'd be like, see, that person <laughs> is decent. But then so many people just rub their entire front of their body against the front of your body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm usually at everyone's sort of like chest height. My my eyes are sort of at like armpit, chest height. Like, wow, why are you doing this to a stranger? Also, I didn't know. I knew like five people there, which is weird because this is our friend's house. That's strange. It was very weird. Well, people just end up going to parties. They'll go. They'll do anything yeah. on New Year's. Yeah. Anything. And anyone. Maybe. My neighbors know. just stood in the back alleyway setting off firecrackers from the amount of garbage they left. In the oh. back alley. That's a thing. That's like a hobby people have so here. So wasteful. Yeah. I know some people who will just spend hundreds of dollars on fireworks. And, you know, like sometimes if you're wasted, it's fun. But <laughs> like on my, I think it was my 26th or 7th birthday, we just at 4 a.m. lit off fireworks at Broadway and Granville. Oh, man. <laughs> and then was like, wow, I'm so amazed we didn't get arrested. And then I've never done anything like that ever again. Should we do Papo of the Week? Yeah. Papo of the Week. New song. Uh, so, Kate, you have, th- is it three dogs at home? I have three, yeah. You have three, and then your sister has two, <laughs> and she yeah. lives next door. Mm-hmm. Uh, your house is a veritable Papo menagerie. It's amazing. All good dogs. I would never leave your house if I were you. You're very welcome. <laughs> I could just show up and pet the dogs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, it's really hard to pick between my three little angels, <laughs> Tilly, Luna, and Hazel. But it was Luna's birthday a couple days ago. Oh, really? How old is she? Three. Oh, she's Christmas so young. baby. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I would like to pick Luna. For my papa of the week. So she's the white one? She's the white one, yeah. Sort of wolf looking? Yeah, she is. And, you know, I was digging through some old emails, came across um, one of her siblings had a DNA test. Oh. Yeah. You can get dog DNA tests. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, She's part Malamute. Oh, nice. Bull Terrier, Labrador, and Collie. Oh, that's a strange mix. Isn't it? Yeah. But she's lovely, though. She's a sweetheart. She had a great birthday. She got to sit at the head of the table at Christmas dinner. <laughs> and uh, we sung to her, and she had her own birthday cake with a candle. Wow. She blew it out. Really? And um, she licked the icing off the cake. The other dogs got a slice, too. But, <laughs> you know, I, and I was... I what kind of cake was it? Vanilla. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, maybe too much sugar, but, you know... <laughs> She only turns three once. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, I teared up, actually. It was really, we have a little, a special bond. We got her at age two months Yeah, from the Humane Society. 
She looked like a little polar bear cub. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so I just snuggled her like she was my little baby. I knew she wouldn't always look like a polar bear cub. Yeah. And I've always wanted to pet a bear. So. <laughs> You're wearing a sweater with a polar bear on it I right am. Now. <laughs> yeah. Favorite animal. Polar bear cubs are so beautiful too. They're so sweet. They seem so innocent. Mm-hmm. They do. They're real cute. Yeah. I love Luna. Life's t- tough for her, I think. Just... She always seems a little bit... Melancholy? Yeah. But if you get her down on the beach, she just sprints across, crashing through sand castles, <laughs> kicking sand in people's face. She sounds yeah. great. She's a really good Some girl. dogs are like that. They're a little bit more sort of melancholy and well, She's thoughtful. part collie. Yeah. Pretty good. <laughs> she loves the movie Melancholia. Uh, Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness is her favorite album. (laughs) She's a real Pumpkins fan. Um, Yeah, I love all your dogs. It was really, when we got to your house after being on tour for seven weeks and we're just greeted by you and your family and this pack of dogs, I I almost teared up because I was like, we're in heaven. We died and this is heaven now. (laughs) I'm religious all of a sudden. Yeah, Tilly especially. (laughs) She loved you. She's usually very kind of removed she'll grab a toy and then go guard it <laughs> but she just jumped right in your lap she loved you pretty magical mm-hmm. <laughs> sounds really magical um we should post photos of all your all your dogs that'd be great when we... i'll send a birthday party photo oh that would be amazing <laughs> <laughs> alicia who's your puppo mm, my puppo of the week is um a food <laughs> It's tough. Like, there's a restaurant on Camby Street in Vancouver for vegans that are listening or vegetarians. It's called 3G, and Jessica and I uh, talk about it a lot. It's a, <laughs> a kind of Hong Kong-style, fake meat-type place, and the owners are really nice, and I've been eating there since it opened. Uh, I think we're the only people I know who eat there. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm amazed it's still open. I think we keep it in business. And they have some things that I really like. I... I eat meat now, but when I was a vegetarian, it was really, like, just blew my mind how delicious everything was and how meat-like. And while I had the flu, all I could think about was getting well enough to go to dim sum there on New Year's Day. And Graham and I went there, and the owner hugs me when I go there, and it feels so nice because she's such a nice woman. And even though there's a language barrier, uh, I feel like we really get each other, (laughs) and there's this roll called the crispy taro roll and it's basically like it tastes like pastry pie crust stuffed with very mild kind of mashed potatoes i fucking love taro it's so good yeah and uh, that's all i wanted and then i got it and it was so good and i ate all of it and my (laughs) pup of the week is the crispy taro roll (laughs) i second that yeah it's so good and it's weird because there's Things on the menu like that I wouldn't think are gluten-free, and then the owner always points them out to me, so I try things I wouldn't normally try. That's and so nice. It's sort of bland, but you know, it's texture. Mm-hmm. It's crunchy and then like smushy. Yeah. Oh, man. I think I want more. I think I want to go. Yeah. <laughs> eat that. Please. That's really Who's good. Who's your pepo, Jess? Um, well, I already sent you a picture of this. It was from New Year's Eve, uh, walking on that same street back from... Uh, actually, I encountered this pepo on the way to the bad party and on the way back so it was a a snowman that someone had made and it's almost like a perfect charlie brown charlie brown snowman it was so good that we walked past it and then i went back and i was like no i need to take a picture of this and then send it to alicia (laughs) (laughs) i love charlie brown uh and then so on our way back someone had added to it and they gave it boobs <laughs> and um, like mouse ears, and then it fu- they fucked up one of the arms. So Whoa. assholes. So yeah, but like at least they didn't knock it over. That's true. And the boobs, I almost was like, those boobs could easily come off. So if the parent wakes up in the morning and doesn't want to like show the kid that the snowman has been defaced, then they could like easily put it back to its original. I once made a Jabba the Hutt snowman. Oh, that wow. would be perfect. It was really fun. That's awesome. It would be easy because it's just a big lump. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> There's a lot of snowmen that are looking like that lately. <laughs> 
because I did it first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were the original, and then everyone else is just imitators. Mm-hmm. Check out my cool thermos. <laughs> Why I said that, but I, I feel know. like that person would have a really cool thermos. I don't know. I just gave you a thermos. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Check out your new cool thermos. That's true. Um, okay, well that's it. <laughs> that's the podcast. That's the podcast. Weird, huh? <laughs> Weird. It's a weird. It's a weird thing that we do every now and then. <laughs> Looks uh, weirder from the inside. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's. I can't actually believe that we've done this eighty times. It doesn't feel like you've come over here eighty times. <laughs> well, it's, I feel like I just coughed really hard into the microphone. <laughs> I know it's strange. Yeah, I think for our hundredth, we should do a uh, roommate nightmare special edition. Oh hell yeah! Uh. I'm down for that. So Kate, if people want to find you on the internet. Like, if they want to listen to any of your bands, like multiple bands, music, or maybe watch a music video or something, where could people do that? Well, uh, if you want to listen to my band, I got two. One's called Collagen. I don't know what our website is, but if you search <laughs> Collagen Band Victoria, it's probably like number three. <laughs> And we have a new record coming out in a couple weeks, so that's exciting. Yeah, I think you might. I think you all might like it. <laughs> okay, I'll find the website and I'll include it in the little blurb that I write up about this. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> You're very welcome. Uh, it's no, no work at all on my part. Uh, Alicia, do you have anything coming up? You could come and see my show at the end of the month at Hot Art What City. I think I have some public talks about nutrition coming up this year. Isn't that weird? <laughs> that is kind of strange. I know. I haven't been I've chosen not to think about it. Probably will very soon. Yeah. Probably be like, oh, shit, I got to think about that now. Yeah, I guess I have to stop talking about <laughs> stupid stuff. Merkins yeah. and celery burns. Actually, you should probably talk about celery burns. That's what I'm going to open with. Yeah. Did yeah. you know? Mm, celery burns. Photoderma blast. Dido, Fido Dido. Oh, Fido Dido. <laughs> That's what Fido Dido is. It's just a it's celery, celery burn. burn. Nice. Uh, Jessica? I got nothing on the horizon. Oh, man, I'm jealous. It feels so good. Just, uh, you know, a few more seasons of Deep Space Nine, a couple more Voyager, and then I'm on to an entirely new series of Star Trek. So maybe I'll post a screen cap of that on Instagram or Twitter. <laughs> Sounds great. (laughs) Yep. This is my life and I love it. Well, thanks so much, Kate. You were a delight. Thank you. We learned a lot. Dog birthdays. Yeah. Everything is so good. Yeah. Now we're going to go try and save this raccoon. Yeah. Wish us luck. Okay. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Bye.